0: All right, what's up guys? Welcome again to another episode of The Pod on the Go show. I'm your host Raz, and welcome back. This week, we're talking about trust. All right. We are talking about trust, and today is Podcasting 201. So again, this is for podcasters who have 50 to 100 episodes plus, people who have been podcasting for quite a while now and just want to take their show to the next level, They want to you know, level things up and how can you level up your show through trust and by building trust with your listeners? uh, The biggest way is self-improvement. So today I'm going to try and tell you how self-improvement equals trust when it comes to growing a podcast. There's nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self by Ernest Hemingway. So first thing you want to do is focus on improving yourself as a host. Uh, it's something most people don't think about. I think it's just going to happen naturally, but it doesn't. You have to consciously want to improve yourself as a host. Number one, you can become a better speaker. You can do things like Toastmaster. You can take online courses. You can practice speaking and doing and do voice drills or whatever mouth exercises before a show. If that's what you need, you can If you have a you know something, a a tick, a nervous tick, or if you say uh all the time or like or you know, or all these other filler words, you can work on taking those out. Silence is okay. This is something to keep in your mind as well. Like you don't have to keep talking the entire time of a show. Silence and breaks are okay. You can slow down and make sure that what you're saying is said with emphasis instead of just speaking fast. But I have a problem with both of those. Number two, preparation. One of the biggest things I learned listening to this podcast is called The Turnaround with Jesse Thorne, and he's interviewed. Let me see if I can pull up. He's interviewed some really cool guests. Uh, he's interviewed Terry Gross. He's interviewed Warner Herzog. He's interviewed Louis Thoreau. He's interviewed Larry King and Jerry Springer and Audie Cornish and Ira Glass and just a lot of a lot of cool people, a lot of some of the great Terry, I said Terry Gross, but a lot of the great interviewers of, you know, American media and just world media. And one of the biggest things they all said that they do is they prepare that preparation is, is the key. Preparation is the key to their success as being an interviewee, as being an interviewer and being a great host on their show. So you can become better at preparing for your show. And whether even if you're doing it as a. As a team with a co-host or if you're doing it as yourself, or if you're interviewing people on your show, or if you're doing panels where you're interviewing multiple people, you can always improve in each one of those, how to lead and direct and manage a conversation. And number three is just entertain. You can get better at entertaining or you can get better at, you know, making sure. So entertaining as far as just jokes or laughs or things that engage, things that make people think, but also just jumping right into the content. There's, there's a lot of channels and I get it. It is a, you know, it's, it's how you make money and advertisers want you to put your, you know, put their ads first and put their their content first and they want you to make sure that people know they're sponsoring your show, right? That's why they pay you. But I still think it's better a lot of times just to jump right into the content do it, you know, take 30 seconds at the very beginning, but maybe even less than that, depending on the length of your show, but just jump right into the content. And then somewhere down somewhere in the middle or at the end, you can say something about your sponsor. You can promote, you know, people who support you and your Patreon members. But just jump right in, you know. You can also improve as a production. The quality of your podcast, the audio quality, I have a I figured out the issue, I think. So I don't have my my sure microphone and I'm still having to use old trusty, which I still love, which works great. You guys can hear me pretty good, right? The. And it's the cord. So I have a cheap. I had a cheap like right angle, not quarter inch, but one eighth inch cable. You can't see it. I wish I could zoom in. Right. But it, it broke. It broke. There's a shortage in it somewhere and I haven't even had it for that long. So I went out and I bought a $30 cable that has like a atten- attenuation. I don't know what that means. Somebody else smarter than me can tell me what that means. But it's it's supposed to be better for connecting cameras and microphones and audio devices to a computer. So, yeah, we're going to see if that works. And if that works, I have my Shure back. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to continue to try and improve and improve my knowledge as far as all this stuff works and and goes together. Everything I do is completely self-taught equipment. Just like I just said, equipment. So, yeah, you can improve your equipment. That's the first thing people go to. They think that they're going to need a Shure SM7B $500 mic. Not necessarily. Sometimes just getting a boom arm that doesn't, you know, allow you to hear all the clicks that your mouse can make, you know, all the clicks from your mouse and your keyboard. Sometimes that that's enough to help. Sometimes better headphones will help you hear and, and edit your shows better because you can hear all the you, know, you can hear the fr- the fridge running in the background. or You can hear the the dog barking outside that you couldn't hear before with with, you know, cheaper headphones. So it's all this stuff can, you know, improve a show and improve the production of your show guests. You can get better guests. As your show grows, you can reach out to larger and larger and more influential people to come on your show and be a part of it. Uh, People want to see growth. I had a. Yeah, people anyway, people want to see growth so you can begin reaching out to better guests. But that said, you also have to prepare more for better guests because they have a an idea of what a great interview is. And number one, number two, if they have a book that's coming out or a new movie that's coming out, or something to promote, then they've already done like this PR publicity circle. Right. And they've probably told the same stories for hundreds of times. Like when I was there was the movie came out, The Last Jedi. Or what the the one with Luke, where he was drinking green milk from some dinosaur looking animal, which was weird. The worst, (laughs) the worst Star Wars film there is. And he told the same story over and over. I watched a lot of his uh, publicity on it. And Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, the greatest Joker also told the same story over and over again. And I know it gets boring for him. Can you imagine doing a, you know, doing like a press circle and telling the same story over and over again, just for the, for the same book, the same, the same story you spent years of your life working on, the same story that you lived yourself, the same story that you write about and talk about and, and thought about for years. And you go to an interview and they ask you really simple, dumb, trite questions. So you have to be better and you have to put yourself into the questions as well and your energy. So that it's different. And so you can pull something new and different and, and inspirational out of the guests and team. You know, you can improve as a production. If you want to invest in something as a podcaster, don't necessarily go for equipment right off the bat. Like, yeah, better lighting is good, but you can get around that. You know, with uh, there's all types of ways to improve your lighting cheaply, but investing in a team, investing in somebody to help you market your show, investing in someone to help you get new sponsors, investing in someone to help you find these great guests and make sure that they are on your calendar. One of the greatest podcast marketing companies, and she doesn't even like doing any more podcasts, but for a podcast produced called The Great Trials Podcast, I've talked about them several times, but Allison, Allison Hirsch. With Capricorn Communications out of Savannah and Atlanta it is um you know the the stuff she does behind the scenes to make the podcast great is is really wizardry and I don't know how else to say it I've said that before, but she's really a wizard in doing everything behind the scenes I make it sound good, but she makes it she's made it grow and so finding somebody for your team like that is a uh is a blessing and should be the number one thing on your list finding a You know, even if it's a V.A., finding a V.A. on Upwork, which I'm working on now, or finding a friend that's starting a social media company, somebody to help you grow your show. You're going to need help. And it's better to hire someone, honestly, than to bring somebody on your team to than to add a co-host who says they can also do marketing. I always think it's better just to hire somebody than to bring on another, you know, somebody who wants ownership and a lot of say so. Just bring on, you know, hired help. And why? So why is why is this important? Why is improving yourself important? It's because nobody wants to be on a ship that's sinking. <laughs> nobody wants to be on a ship that's sinking. If you listen to uh any great podcast, but Joe Rogan is always the first one. I'm gonna have to find some greater ones. But listen to his first episodes and they suck. But you listen to the ones now and they're completely different. It's a hundred times better. But the you know, so that's what people expect to hear. They expect to hear you sound bad in the beginning. They expect for your audio quality to be kind of, kind of crappy. They expect for the music to overlap or the music to be a little loud <laughs> behind you while you're speaking. They and so that when they hear the first episode and they hear the episode 100, it sounds a hundred times better. You know, you have intro clips, the the like teaser clips before the sh- before the show starts. You have You know, a a brand, branding, a better, a better show art, you know, better graphics for your social media. That's what people are looking for when they see, you know, when they listen to your podcast and see your podcast, whether it's on YouTube or just audio only. That's what people are looking for. They want to see the growth that to me that that shows trust. And another reason why is something called the Matthew principle principle, if you haven't heard of it before, for unto everyone that hath shall be given and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away, even that which he hath. And that's from the Bible is translated. You can read in another version if you want to. But Matthew 25 and 29. And basically what it says, the rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer. And that's the same thing with business. It's the same thing with money. It's just the rule of the land. When somebody sees you're being, somebody sees you're successful, they want to invest in you. When somebody sees that you've grown Considerably, and you've been doing this for years, and you have a couple hundred episodes out. They want to invest in your podcast. They want to sponsor your podcast. They want to listen to your podcast. They want to share your podcast. It's the same thing. The greater, the biggest podcasters will get more listeners because they're at the top of the charts. When you log on to your iTunes and it's like popular podcast list, it's been the same podcast for literally. The almost the beginning of podcasting for years. For a, a, I tell you, I've been listening to podcasts for a decade now, and it's been the same ones at the top. It's always the, you know, it's the the NPR podcast, and it's for a reason. You know, they're really good. They put a lot of work in, and they've done it over time. There's consistent quality over a decade for a lot of these podcasts, so they get ranked high. But then also more people watch them, so they continue to rank high. So it sucks for new podcasts a little bit. You know, there is a section on new and new and noteworthy, but there's ways to kind of to kind of kind of game game that system as well. But, yeah, so that's that's that. In addition, there's the 80 20 rule. Kind of the same thing goes along with that. The Pareto's principle. It states that for many outcomes, roughly 80 percent of consequences come from 20 percent of the causes. So, yeah, there are 20 percent of the podcasts getting 80 percent of the listens. And it might be a higher rate than that, honestly, you know, so it's it's how do you break through? And all it is, is is time and consistency and improving. And once people see that you're trying to improve, that you're finding the the 20 percent of things in your podcast that you can be great at. Or you're finding the 20 percent of things you can improve at that will make 80 percent of the change. So, you know, if you are really funny, then be then then go after that make that your number one cause and make sure that you're making people laugh every episode. If you are really good at prep, prep preparing for a podcast, make sure that you prepare better and work harder at that than anybody else podcasting. Find the one thing that you can do better, that you can be, become the best at, that's going to make your show grow. And it's going to make people trust you more. I, it makes me trust people more. When I hear them improving, when I hear them you know, getting better music, better background music, when I hear that they are finding a new production company, when I hear that they are finding a new editor, when they've brought on a team to help them grow something, when they're writing a book or putting a book together, when they're trying to sell something that they've created. To me, that says that they are trying to be better and I can trust them because I know they want to put out the best product possible. That's where the trust comes in. Okay. And lastly, uh, final thoughts. And the day came when the risks remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. And I don't know how to say her name, but I think it's a nice. Nin. I think it's a lady. I'm sorry if it's not. But yeah, so that's that's it. That's the that's the same thing of holding your possessions and your your talents and your money really tight in your hand in, in a fist. But yeah, nobody else can get it out of your fist. So but also nobody else can put anything into your hand. So you have to be willing to to give. You have to be willing to grow and open up and change some things in order to grow and be your your full self and be the best podcast possible. That's it for today, ladies and gents. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you watching. I trust that you'll come back tomorrow uh, for tomorrow's episode. So thank you. As always, I'm Raz, host of Pod on the Go, owner of Pod on the Go, and the host of the Pod on the Go show. That's it. Peace out.